Hi guys, welcome to the Grad School for Grown Folks podcast, sponsored by Dissertation Doctors. We transform the writer and their writing. Today's episode is a rich one. <laughs> yes. Have you ever had relationship problems when you started your program? Or do you still have problems with balancing out your relationship and having a healthy, healthy, healthy graduate school and work schedule? If so, my friend, this episode is definitely for you. Let's dive in. Welcome to today's episode. Today's episode is, I would say, yeah, one of my favorite topics, but it's also one that my client and I talk about quite a bit, especially those who are, I wouldn't say even married. I would also say those who have a really healthy, uh, abundant social life rich relationships. Yep, that's what we're talking about. Rich relationships. Now, also on a doctoral level, I want you guys to keep in mind that you will have to work on your relational skills with your chair, because that's also going to be a dynamic that you are definitely want to going to take into account. I think on another episode, I actually talk about things you really need to do. I have to go back and remember which one it was, but I talked about different ways you needed to uh, communicate and connect. Um, All of us have a, <laughs> excuse me, a learning style, but we also have a relational style. Um, And one of those things is um what we prefer uh, as it relates to like whether we need space in our relationships, you know, what our needs are. Um, one of my friends definitely pointed out this um, when we were talking about different dynamics of relationships and stuff. And he said, uh, you know, Dr. V, everybody can't manage uh, multitasking like you can. You know, some people really have um, to focus on just one thing. And what happens is the relationships they have, and I'm talking about friendships, family members, uh, your chair relationship, academic relationship, colleagues, all of those things are usually impacted by uh, anyone who is focused on a goal. So I want to talk about rich relationships, but I don't want it just to solely be about your doctoral program, because I, I want us to stop looking at that as a separate entity from everything else. It's actually a part of everything because it affects uh, it affects everything, right? So today I want to talk about three things that's going to help us build and keep um, and repair even relationships, especially so we're in a holiday season. So now most of you who are educators, and even if you're not an educator, this is usually when we take time out um, and we stay at home a little bit and all of that. 
This is a great time to start building and repairing. If you have to repair some relationships, this is the best time to do that. Especially if you know that, like me, I've been focused on my business and I've, you know, all that. If you've been focused on your program or you've been focused on your work, this is a good time to go back and revisit those relationships that matter. That is the thing that I want you to also keep in mind here. You do not have to go online on Facebook and apologize to the world because you have set an audacious goal. So the three things I'm going to share with you only relate to those people that matter. If they do not matter, then this is not for you to share with them. You owe them none of these three things I'm going to share with you. I want to say that up front because I mean, I think I talk about this in my book, Rich Teachers Sleep Well. I talk about um, in chapter 12, it's called what's in your bank accounts. And in that chapter, I have about 10 different bank accounts in relationship. We all have a relational bank account. We all have a relationship bank account. And it's uh, interesting because this is something that money cannot buy. You cannot buy a relationship, not a real relationship, right? So this is one of those areas where you can have all the money in the world, but be relationship broke. We see it all the time. All right. And it's it's interesting because I've watched people uh, equate the fact that somebody may be really, really re- uh, rich and wealthy to why they are relationship broke. And that's not true. They may be really, really rich and wealthy and relationship broke because they have not taken the time to attend and nurture those relationships. So the amount of money has nothing to do with the type of relationship that you will have. I want to say that up front because I'm moving you beyond just thinking about your graduate program. I want you to be thinking about your your go-to you know, the overall picture so you can be a balanced, successful individual as opposed. And, you know, I take that word back. You know, there is no such thing as as balance. So let's say so that you can be a harmonious, right? A harmonious individual who's thoroughly enjoying the moments of your life. All right. So building and keeping and repairing relationships that have suffered because you've been focused on one thing or another or because of your schedule. Let's talk about three things you can do. Um, I, I am very transparent in, in my book where I share this is definitely an area I struggle with and I am continuing to grow. But I will definitely share with you how I'm navigating it. All right. So number one, communicate and share the changes and the goals that you've set with those who matter. This is key and important. Look, don't try to explain it to people who do not matter because then you're justifying it and you're wasting energy. (laughs) You guys, you know how I am about time and energy. Look, don't waste time explaining anything to people who are just your Facebook friend. But those relationships that are really, really important to you, you do want to communicate with them and say, hey, I've just gotten into a grad program or hey, I'm preparing for my proposal or I'm preparing for whatever it is that is taking up your time and eating up your time in a way that is negatively impacting your relationship with those you love. You want to communicate this up front, right up front. If it's too late now, go back, apologize and communicate this so that they can really understand where you are. All right. Number two. 
if they matter and only if they matter, then you need to be willing to find a harmonious middle ground. Now, this is key. I talk about being strategically incompetent, which I got from a book called Finished, I think. Um, And it's the idea that at some point in time, because we can't do everything well and we can't please everybody, you will have to choose what you would be, um, what you will fail at ahead of time. Um, But you also have to be considerate enough to find a harmonious middle. Um, An example of that (laughs) I will share with you recently. A great girlfriend of mine had a girl's day dinner and it was on a Friday. And I knew that by Friday, I'm toast. I'm done. I knew that it was going to be a challenge for me to get there. I also had a studio appointment that I needed to go to for um, to start recording the audiobook. But she mattered. She mattered and she, she just did. And I knew no matter what, I had to be there. So what I did was I knew, number one, she was an hour away or so. And I wasn't going to be up for the task of driving. Um, and, and then wine was the theme. <laughs> we all had to bring our favorite bottle of wine. So I knew I was going to be drinking, right? So I knew I didn't want to drink and drive. Uh, and the, the other thing was there's something weird that's happening with Uber that I don't feel comfortable with right now unless I'm going literally maybe down the street. But at nighttime on a Friday night, yeah, I wasn't taking an Uber by myself, right? So I made a decision to meet um, her harmoniously in the middle by shutting down everything I had planned because I knew this was a girlfriend's um, event I couldn't miss. And I made arrangements to schedule my appointments at a later date. The other thing I did was I hired um, the chauffeur service that already takes me where I'm going a couple of days a week. Um, That was a huge investment and it was a huge, um, I would say, hmm, that was that was big for me. I would say that that was really big for me, especially on a Friday. And I'll tell you why. Fridays are my most busiest. Fridays are busy for me. It's busier than any other day of the week. So while everybody else is out partying, dissertation doctors, it's actually very, very busy. So this was a huge compromise for me. And it was worth it. That's a harmonious middle. I may not be able to go to everything, you know, because I, I haven't gone to everything she had. But I will be able to make this right. So you have to find a harmonious middle with your family, your loved ones, your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. You have partner, whatever. You have to find a harmonious middle by making deposits and sometimes those strategic withdrawals. Right. And what that strategic withdrawal looks like is I I can't make it. Right. I know, you know, my son, he's always like, Mom, you never answer the phone. A lot of times it's because I'm in a session. Right. So or because I'm recording something or whatever. But then there are other times where I will. I know he likes to talk on the phone. I'll just sit and I'll listen and I'll let him talk. Right. Strategic deposits and withdrawals. That is what you have to do, because what ends up happening is you've ignored these relationships and then once you are done with your program or you're done with this goal you have this company you're building you have ignored everyone and now you want them to be excited for you and they're not because you haven't been there for them 
All right. All right. And number three, this is a big one. Oh, especially you guys who are in the doctoral program. I know I have some listeners who are not in doctoral programs. You guys listen for the, the <laughs> entrepreneurial rant I go on and the rich rant I go on. <laughs> yeah, the rich rant I go on. Remember, everything isn't about you. That's number three. Remember, everything is, isn't about you. All right. So we have to get curious about other people's lives. I really had to learn this and I'm still learning this. Just because someone isn't in a doctoral program, it doesn't mean that they're not doing anything important and they want to share that as well. All right. So we want to keep in mind to ask questions about their lives when we're talking to them. Sometimes we get um, so caught up in our own world that when we have a conversation, all we're talking about is our busy schedule, our busy schedule. And there's something that I typically really watch myself on because I can be, oh my God, horrible at this one. I really desire the gift of asking questions, asking better questions. I can feel it in my body when I've talked about myself too long, right? I want you to also start noticing those things. So if you have a relationship that you've ignored, or abandoned that matter to you, I want you to reach out to them and I want you to find out where they are in life and what's important to them. Get interested in their life. Uh, this is going to be a challenge for those of you as well that are people, uh, people pleasers. I definitely want to touch on that. Those of you who are people pleasers will probably this will feel awkward. I want to look at the other side of it. There are some people you will have to let go. And it's interesting. I'm not going to tell you what they are, but there are four things that you can consider to decide and help you decide whether or not someone who's not a relative, whether the relationship is even worth keeping. Sometimes I think we keep people in our lives for quantity and not quality. All right. So we're not looking at how many friends you have. That doesn't tell me whether you are uh, rich relationally. It's the quality of relationships that you do have. And lastly, one of the things I want to share, just so you can see how transparent I am about my own struggle with this. I'm going to share a quote from the book that I find absolutely powerful under these circumstances. It says, oftentimes, people pleasers really get lost in this bank account because they care about how others perceive them and they want to make everyone happy. Unfortunately, the tendency to become a modern day Mother Teresa comes at a healthy price. At the end of the day, it will affect how you see yourself and impact the wear and tear on your self-image. Making a deposit in someone else's life should not, under no circumstances, drain the life out of yours. So, people-pleasing. You can't please everyone. And if, if it's just someone who's an acquaintance, there are so many ways. I think there's a book that says 150 ways to say no. Learn the art of saying no, right? Um, and you want to keep those relationships that really, I'm telling, get the book and you'll see the four things that you can ask yourself and quickly decide who stay and who goes, especially in 2022, because you have so much 
to do. You have so many things that you can offer and you're going to need energy, support and positive people pouring into you to get it done. On the other side, you are going to be inspiring others. You're going to be pouring into people. So really take a look at your relationships right now and think about whether they are a deposit in your life or do you feel more drained? I talk about this. If there's no other chapter that you don't read uh, in Rich Teacher Sleep Well, I want you to go to chapter 12. It's what's in your bank account. It's I'm telling you, it's life changing. We are growing together. When you accomplish a goal like a PhD or building a new business and taking risk, you really have to protect your environment, right? You really have to protect it because every word someone speaks, it's either going to drain you or energize you. And that's what I want you to remember, my friend. Happy holidays. You guys know what I say. You decided to do this. So if you're going to do it, do it well. See you next time.